Hey everybody, welcome to Bearded Baker Banter, the sports podcast, where it's all sports all the time, and we talk about sports. Welcome Trey. Trent, welcome Trey. I almost didn't want that music to stop, I was getting real into it. I know, dude, I, I kind of felt like an old MTV show. We yeah. have college football, NFL football, playoff baseball, NHL hockey, and not too far down the road here, boys, we got some basketball going on. So that's right. We're in the sports, boys. The midst of the fall frenzy, that's for sure. It's, it's kind of like, Heck you yeah. know how they call it the most wonderful time of the year, like the holiday season? That's kind of like right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 a, good, it's a good prelude into it for sure. Pre, prelude or prelude? Eh, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a prelude guy. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Emphas- emphasis on the D. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, prelude, prelude. Uh, uh, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. This, I knew it was going to sound so bad when I said it. Hot. Hey, wel- welcome yeah. to the podcast, everyone. We're a minute in yeah. and already probably explicit, so that's good. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Oh. But yeah, well, hey, sports are sports are all over right now. It's a beautiful thing, dude. I love this yeah. this whole football, fifty five game streak, forty whatever it is game streak right now. It yeah. is beautiful. Emphasis on the D. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, tits! Oh my god, guys, they lost. You want to talk the worst beat ever? We just witnessed it. Oh my gosh! Hail Mary, Houston! Hail Mary! At the end of the game, time expires. Well, yeah, well, that's a, that's a recipe bet too. Dang it! That is Whoa. a painful one. Ah, uh, all right. Anyway, let's let's move into NFL here. And uh... I don't know if I can go on, but um, anyway, yeah, <laughs> NFL. So start us off on a more positive note. I believe, guys. There's some trouble in the cheese land. Start with that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry Trey. I was kind of my final um, little segue. But... I'm sorry. Well, let's just say this. For the first time, I'll give you some credit. First time in 36 years, the Raiders have beaten the Packers. Wow. So, first time yeah, in how long? 36 years. Now, we don't play often, uh, but 36 years since we beat them. Uh, and the reason I say there is trouble, you have a quarterback with six interceptions in the past three games. Yeah. And to quote the star corner of the Packers, at this point, it's pretty obvious that the defense has to just not give up any touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Trey, I'll I'll kick it over to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Trey handle this one because anything I say well, will be I mean, taken out of context. Get right after it, aren't we? Here, huh? um, I mean, how could we not? How could we not? Yeah, yeah, I got. I don't have much to say about it other than we don't look like a good football team. Um, Jordan Love looks like a learning quarterback, playing like it. What does he have? One touchdown, Trent six interceptions in the last two games. Is that is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, pretty much he's looked good against teams like the Bears and a Falcons defense, I'd say. But that's about it. Yeah, I, I just don't like your tone. Oh, what? A little condescending, I think, because his team just beat him. But... Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's very condescending. Guys, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'll try to fix the tone. Anyway, okay. he he hasn't looked good other than against the Bears and a Falcons defense. No, I I yeah. agree. I mean, I my oh. quest my question is, what's next for him? I mean, what do you have to like? What do you have to do to fix it? Is my question. I mean, are they missing offensive linemen? Yes, obviously a key one. No. Um, there's one. Tyler, there's one cure. There's one cure. Devontae? No, he needs to go on a dark retreat. <laughs> it did always work for the other one. Yeah, yeah. dark no, retreat, but, like, please. But I mean, I mean. <laughs> Is it the weapons? Is it the co? I mean, because honestly, at this point in time, let's be, let's be honest. I'm not going to use the word that I like to use with coaches, but oh my 
I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he is. I didn't say. It. That's between, why I didn't say it. Between you, between you two guys, I don't know how much hate you have between Tyler hates Matt Lafleur, Trent hates Jordan Love. I don't hate Matt. Lafleur. Hold on, I you, don't hate you guys Matt are just haters. Matt Lafleur is a protege, uh, protege, protege, protege of my boy Shanahan. So why I would, would I call hate him a protege? Because they were on the same. They were in the same position that the, the teams they were with. He so obviously learned so much from Shanahan. I wouldn't call him a protege. Yeah. Of He's Shanahan. part of Shanahan's tree. No, he's not. Yes, he I, I want to clarify. I don't hate Jordan Love. I just, I didn't agree with your take of him already being like a proven, like good NFL quarterback. When wouldn't, I ha- wouldn't exactly did I say that? Dude, you I mean, said I could bring two Super Bowls. I was just, say, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the receipts. I yeah. mean, we could run the tape. I'll bring receipts out, but I'm not gonna do that to you. All I'm saying is. I think he's. I think he's in some trouble, and I do agree. I don't think they have many weapons out there, so that's that's a tough so, tough situation to be in. But you do you do have a pretty good defense that's being wasted right now, and that used to never be the case with Aaron Rodgers there. Where and you don't want to waste a good defense. You don't. So so to clarify, um, I recall multiple times saying that the Packers' season depends on Jordan Love's play. You I did, but you also played, guaranteed two Super Bowls. Okay, that's me just me being confident. You, that, I would take it out of the grain of salt. Anyone predicting two Super Bowls from a quarterback that's never played is obviously making a bold prediction. A hot take. And, and well, not even a hot take. Uh, maybe wishing it to be honest, because yeah. our quarterback playing the last couple of years, we only have two to show as well. But um, yeah. no, I think this year is a learning year for all, especially their offense, all parties involved. Uh, Jordan Love does he doesn't look accurate. Um, the receivers aren't really adjusting to miss throws like experienced receivers are. They're not even catching every ball that's thrown to them in general, so or like accurate throws. Yeah. So, um, I, what I'm what I'm hoping is that the Packers don't finish eight nine uh, middle of the pack. Seven, yeah, because yeah. I, I would like I would like good draft picks. I would like having trade leverage. Yeah. Um, because really, I mean. I think you talked about missing offensive linemen, but how useless is David Bakhtiari? Dude, what a waste! Well, what a waste of a what a waste of money! What a waste of a contract extension! The dude can't play more than two games a season. No, and that's and that's and been that's been his bugaboo. Tell you what, he's, the man he's, the man can he, uh, sl- he can slam some beer though. I'll tell you what, man. I don't, I don't give a shit. He uh, can't, okay. can't step onto a football field, so that's great. No, but yeah. like, and don't get me wrong. I mean. He's a great offensive lineman, all right. But there is another offensive lineman that I would compare him to, just in terms of the inability yep. to stay healthy. And that, and unfortunately, it was Taylor, Taylor Lewan. Great offensive lineman. I mean, injuries just plagued his career, and it's it's tough. I mean, when the guys can't overcome stuff like that, it it, it does suck because you know you want them to succeed. They were great in college. You know, they're you know a lot of hope in the pros. Sometimes the injury bug just doesn't let it happen. And I, I honestly, I, I really see a lot of similarities between them because they're both great offensive linemen. And they both just couldn't stay healthy, you know, for more than a couple games at a time usually. You know, and it's it's unfortunate. So, especially that position because usually when you're drafting offensive linemen, it's like you're coming in, you're starting, you're playing, you're our guy. You know, very rarely do you draft an offensive lineman high and they're kind of a bust, you know. Um not saying he's a bust, but well, it is, is what it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Robert Robert Gallery. That was the other one, Ten. I was just going to say that came to my I've mind. I've been there. <laughs> he was like fourth overall or something, wasn't he? Second, second, second I believe. Overall. That was a guy. Second that, overall. That was a guy I was thinking that he just yeah kind of fell by the wayside, but Devast- devastating. What a terrible pick. Yeah, I, I'm From, definitely uh, to to move on from the Packers. Yeah, Raiders game. <laughs> How about what I'd like to point out is seventy-two to three. Hmm. That's the score of points against and points for the Patriots last two games. They That's, got outscored seventy-two to three in the last yes. two weeks. Yes, and and let's let's be honest. I'll, I'll we'll say it here first. Trent's take on the Belichick issue thing. Now it's kind of working out a little bit differently though, because did you say it too, Trey? Uh, I'm I'm the one that said that Bill Belichick would be on the hot seat this year, and oh, said he wouldn't get fired. He would be asked to resign, or he would move uh, to a different position. All right. That was after after I said that. Yes, but go but, ahead. But anyway, but 
you know, in terms of the Patriots, you know, with Bel- with Belichick is the the big issue that I'm hearing a lot of chatter about, you know, on a lot of the stations is the fact that him as the GM, he just sucks. Like as a GM. And a lot of people are calling for him to step down as the GM, continue to remain the coach. Whereas I know, I, I don't know if that's really going to be the case, but I don't think he's putting himself in a good position to be a GM <laughs> considering the fact of what draft pick have you made? That's really been good. I mean, let's be honest, especially offensively. We got to say, Offensively, he has not he has not hit in the draft in a very long time. As I say, because Matthew Judon and the rookie this year, Christian Gonzalez, they look promising, and Judon's Ju- hitting great. And, and, are, and both are Ju- hurt. Yeah, Judon's it's a free agent, though. Free agent pickup. Was he from where? Baltimore Ravens. And that was two year, two years ago. Still one of his decisions, though. Oh yeah, yeah. but no, no, once yeah. again, he drafting wise, we're not really right. seeing. Drafting-wise, you're not really seeing much. I, I thought another eye-opening thing was, with that being said, how bad these last two weeks have been, you got to ask the question of whether or not he's going to re- remain with Mac Jones or change anything. He said, we're, we're not changing anything. Yeah. Well, so, can I... Which, which is also, like, what do you keep, why do you continue to do the same thing if it's not working? Yeah. And, that, well, the other thing is, though, is, you know, talking, you know, Mac, or Mac Jones' inner circle stating about how you can't, you can't turn garbage into whatever, you know, because right now he's, he's criticizing the talent around him, which um, back to Trey and I is Justin Fields, Mac Jones bet, which I think I'm clearly winning at this point. Um, it's one, one, but better overall quarterback right now. Um, but I think, you know, where his biggest miss was the, the handling of the wide receiver position this year, yeah. because Jacoby Myers got paid, I believe maybe even like a million less dollars than what they had to pay Juju Smith Schuster and Jacoby Myers for the Raiders is having a much better year. I mean, he's their second lead receiver. He's got three touchdowns, right? He's averaging 11 yards a catch, you know? So, but then the miss, the big miss was, I think they really thought they weren't going to miss on Deandre Hopkins and then had to, now you're like okay juju's our juju's our highlight like that's pretty brutal yeah and yeah i don't i don't see i don't see anything getting better there um they play the raiders this week so there's a chance that they you know that's an interesting little clash of the let's you know let's save that when we get to future games here because i do have a lot to say about that later i'm just saying it's it's an interesting matchup there um once again never confident never confident in the raiders winning but um, their schedule, other than the Lions in their next four or five games, the Raiders actually have a pretty favorable schedule to most teams in the league. Yeah. Um, in the in the sense that they they got the Patriots, the Bears, the Lions, the Giants, then the Jets. Like, yeah, that's that's, not bad. that's a pretty nice little stretch besides the Lions. But um, just my thoughts, uh, and I, I I agree. I I think Patriots. That's two of the worst losses in his entire career. Yeah, and they were they were bad. What did you say, Trey? You said seventy-two to three. That's cool. Seventy-two to three. Yep. That's nuts. Yeah. All right. So let me let we me kind of switch. Talk, topic yeah, here. yeah, I got one because I think this could actually impact you know some of the possibilities of what's coming. But uh, the Vikings. Uh, yeah. And you're now without Jefferson. You put him on the IR. <clears throat> you know, I know hamstring injury, but. I, I don't know. That kind of seemed pretty quickly, pretty happened pretty quickly where, you know, maybe was he a little tight? I don't know. But you put Jefferson on the IR. There's a lot, a lot of speculation right now of where Kirk Cousins goes and what happens with Kirk Cousins. So, you know, back to Trey's point about the possible the Patriots is does, does he stick with Mac? Does he try to make a reach for Kirk? Or does, you know, a smart team like Robert Sala and the Jets – you know, pull the trigger and say, hey, let's go get Kirk Cousins here. Try to, you know, savor somewhat of a season so that way we can get A-Rod back next year. And, you know, I don't know. I think I said savor. I meant to say salvage, but you guys know what I meant. Yeah, um, emphasis on the D. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins, I, they just kind of I, – I don't know. It's, it's very interesting because besides Dalvin Cook, it's – 
pretty much the same team as last year. And their young coach did a decent job with them. I mean, they went to the playoffs for the first time in a while. I just, is is it just the Dalvin Cook factor? Is it the play calling? I mean, Kirk Cousins was doing well. Like, I don't know. I can't figure the Vikings out. So, I mean, Trey, I'm interested to hear your take because I know we texted uh, each other, all of us this week about that, that Jefferson news. And I said, my, my text was, wow, Vikings are totally tanking. Um, and if they do trade Kirk, Kirk, sorry, cousins, um, that's, that's definitely it. Like that's, I mean, right now guys, they're whew, one in one they're, in five, right? They, one in four, it, one in five. Yeah. They, they lost to the, what was it? Buccaneers mm-hmm. 20 to 17 Eagles, 34, 28 mm-hmm. chargers, 28, 24. They beat the Panthers by eight points. Who's the worst team in the league right now. Yeah. And then you beat you lost to the Chiefs twenty seven twenty. So they're in games, but Tyler, when you say like what's going on with them, it's almost like the I don't know. I mean, turnovers. Yeah, like they 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 have to be leading the league in fumbles. Yeah, you know. So it's like it's just, I I don't know. I mean, maybe they are going to tank. I I just find it weird with with with. How could you say to your fan base that you're not throwing in the towel if you trade Kirk Cousins? Like, right? I don't know. It's well, that, that's I, tough. That's a tough thing to swallow. I would love to. I would love to see if they had a stat on this, but I think the Vikings, especially the last three, two or three years, have to have the most ten plus play drives that end in a turnover. Wouldn't doubt, it, especially probably in the red zone too. That's what I'm saying. They either <laughs> throw they throw an interception in the in the end zone. Yeah. Or they fumble it. It's it's insane. Yeah. And it's like, at this point, it's like a 50-50 chance. Are they going to score a touchdown or turn it over right before? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I agree. Um, well, I I don't know if you guys have anything else, but I, I do want to talk about uh, the best team in football currently, uh, the Red and Gold Niners. Yes, that's biased. <laughs> and yes, I'll call it the best team in football. It's but. not even... Not even biased. Again. No, but it, and I'll tell you what. If you guys remember back last week when you, we you know, we were talking about the spread and San Fran was what like three and a half or something, I was like, eh, I think they're going to win by at least ten or more. And you won by what thirty two points. I just, I do. I have one thing to point out that's very interesting to me is that the last fifteen regular regular seasons does not include the playoffs. And I know it's regular season versus playoffs is different football, but. Um, in regular season, <clears throat> right now, the last 10 regular season starts that San Fran has had, Rock Purdy uh, was the starter. And nine of those 10 starts, they have scored over 30 points. The only time they wow. didn't was Brock Purdy's second game against, and I believe it was Seattle when they put up 21. But they have scored 30 or more points in nine of those 10 last games. And they've won 15 of them in the last 15 regular – again, regular season playoffs, I know. But just kind of an interesting stat there is if you're scoring over 30 points a game, regardless, I mean, I, I, I hope that he does start to get a little bit of credit. You know, again, credit is what it is. You know, a lot of guys don't get the stardom that they should, you know, in professional sports. But I hope some people at least respect him a little bit because – and stop calling him such, you know, oh, he's a system quarterback. He's a system quarterback. It's a great system. But I also think if you watch the tapes and actually watch his footwork, I think he's a pretty damn good quarterback. Yeah, I think, I think, I think saying, oh, he's a system quarterback has a negative connotation to it. It does. But in his case, he's perfect for that system, Tyler. I don't think it's necessarily a negative thing because, I mean, really, that is a – I mean, you could, there's three guys open on every play. I mean, yeah. you can do it. Shanahan's drawing up people to be like ten yards separation on, from everyone else. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily. I know what you're saying. Like he's a good quarterback, but I think he is a product of that system. But I honest. also think he makes the right decision. Yeah, and that's a big part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not and saying that, he's a. Be- I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, but I mean, can I can I can I add it on this? Yeah, for sure. Um, he. And it's not, I I think people have to stop taking it as such a knock as saying a quarterback is a system quarterback, because quite frankly, 
who gives a shit? You play for that yeah, team. That, that's if you're saying, good, yeah. if you're good for that team, you're good for that team. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: is he's better. He's better for that system um, because he brings one difference than that Jimmy and guys before him out there in San Fran didn't have. Is he does have the ability to stretch the field? Oh, yeah. um, Jimmy, Jimmy could you know dunk it you know sideline sideline you know quick slant, but Brock definitely brings the difference in terms of he throws a much better ball downfield he's also a little and, bit more mobile too yeah younger and <laughs> i i also i also say this is i think he is starting to get some recognition yeah uh mainly mainly in the fact that you know he is now third tied with third for mm-hmm. odds to get the M- M- mvp sorry mvp All right, I, I can respect that at least at least something's so, happening i mean plus 700 I did look at it. I saw McCaffrey's moving up, too. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a quarter, quarterback award, but anyway. Yeah, I know. To, to add on to your Jimmy Garoppolo pretty comparison, I saw something. It was a video of uh, people saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is like the Mendoza line of NFL quarterbacks. What do you mean? He's like He is like the average. Like, not, not he won't lose you a game, but he won't do anything crazy exciting either. And people were talking like, "Yeah, like what would what would Jimmy Garoppolo's highlight reel look like?" And the other guys, I think it'd be a five yard out for a first down, <laughs> just a bunch of five yard. I just, outs I don't, I just, I don't know. And I, I'm, I still have a soft spot for Jimmy. I don't think that's the truth. Oh, he's not a threat at all. It may also be the but, fact that there wasn't a quarterback that actually was winning games consistently until since Jeff Garcia did. Yeah. <laughs> that maybe that's why you know when I look at him I'm like wow he was awesome you know because I I also I I don't know I I love the trade I love the whole excitement of it there was a lot of things I liked about bringing him in there you know and he did you know he did take him to a Super Bowl you know overthrew some guys but it's all right <laughs> yeah but hey uh, also shout out us for um, talking up George Kittle. And then him having a three I know, right? How about, how about that? Huh? <laughs> three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, um, let's. One other, one other thing before we move on. Just right. one game. Oh, um, I, I got, I got a quick something too. The, the Bengals. Is this not what they did last year? Exactly what they did. I think they were zero and yeah. four last year, and then they won like five straight. Exactly, and I mean, I'm curious to see how these next couple weeks go because they don't have the easiest of schedules coming up. They do play. Um, the 49ers and the Bills, two of their next three games. Yeah. I, I have um, that. That's one of my games here to talk about this week, too. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think Joe Burrow looked like he used to. Jamar Chase, huge game. I mean, they can keep it up. I mean, it's just it's crazy how they start out so slow for the last two seasons. And yep. Are you are you backtracking on your Bengals hot take? Is that what I'm no, hearing? No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm just checking. I mean, you're sounding a little nervous. Joe Burrow's not 100. percent I'm telling you. Yeah. And it hey. takes one one awkward play, unfortunately. Don't say that, Jesus. I'm not. I'm not wishing it. I'm just saying that's the reality of it. All right. Hey, I'm. I'm gonna take just here, real quick side note here, because we. I know it's Thursday night here. We we put it out on Friday, but Trey, our other bet was 22 and a half, right? That's uh, brutal. It's brutal. Sky Moore's at 22 yards right now with two minutes to go. He better get a little catch here. Nope. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there'll be a stat correction or something. <laughs> Dude, I hope so. That's that's absurd. Yeah. To lose on a hook on a receiving yard? Yeah. Sorry. All right. So, hey, um, yeah. I, I got I got something. My yeah. last uh, my last takeaway here. Um, I'm going to say this, and I think you guys will both agree with this. Ron Rivera should not be a head coach in the NFL anymore. Ooh, why? <laughs> Terrible. Overrated. You think so? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. overrated. I, I think I think he's overstayed his welcome. That's that's, he's done, I think that's man. a fair it's, yeah. Like I don't think he, I wouldn't call him a terrible head coach because he did do some good things. Okay. Ready? Okay, I'm I'm gonna read these off and then maybe Maybe it's just a spin, guys. Maybe it's just a spin. Okay? Okay. So, outside of Ron Rivera's 15-1 and season with the, with the Panthers, 
which was in 2015. He's been a very mediocre head coach. Here is his record as a head coach from 2016 all the way up until now. Ready? Mm-hmm. 2016, 6 and 10. 17, 11 and 5. Mm. 18, 7 and 9. 19, 5 and 7 because he got fired. Mm. 2020, 7 and 9. 2021, 7 and 10. Mm. 2022, 8, 8 and 1. Mm. 2023 so far, he is 2 and 3. So he's so, kind of like Jeff Fisher. He has yet to have a winning record in four <laughs> seasons with Washington and has only made the playoffs with them once, and they were 7-9 and nine as a playoff team that year. Well, I think that so, goes back I, to our initial take is that Biennemi might end up taking over. It's got to be. Yeah, it, it has to happen. I would like to – I hear you, Trent, but I would like to see like his roster. Did he overperform with any of those average records? Like when he went seven and nine, did, like was his team awful, and they went close to five hundred? Like that's that's kind of what I would like to see, you know, season long records. Uh, I was, did he have Alex I mean, Smith there? Did he have Alex Smith? Yeah, I don't know. Did he? Actually, he might have been there early for Alex Smith okay. when he had the you know devastating injury. But pretty sure wasn't he there for some Kirk? Or was it Fitzpatrick and Heineke? Might have been Fitzpatrick. Listen, all I'm saying is he's, he's by that league standard. I think we talk hot seat. If you're calling Lafleur on the hot seat, and you look at his records, I didn't Ty, say, I didn't you say better be was on a hot seat. You did. Totally I did. Did. I, I didn't even say you, the word. You, I did. You, you did insinuate it. You I insinuated. no. I did say though Rivera at the beginning of the season. I think he's already on the hot seat. That's why the enemy went there. Yeah, but, totally. Um, I'm just saying, I, I, I just, I've been watch. I mean, they are the most, I think they're the worst team to watch in football uh, besides maybe the Jets this year, but uh, without Aaron Rodgers. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. All right, well, I got, I got a couple of games to kind of take a peek at here. Uh, some of the teams Talk- we, we've already talked about here. What's up? Picks? We going with our picks now? Well, yeah, I, I want to talk some spreads real quick, and then we'll do picks. Um, but Bears-Vikings, Vikings are the favorite at minus three, which I found kind of interesting. I actually think the Bears might put it on them. Um, if I if the Bears put it on them here, I think you might see the end of Kirk for sure. Um, Bengals-Seahawks, Bengals are minus two and a half favorites. I thought was kind of interesting simply for the fact that the Bengals really haven't been figured out, and I feel like they usually overrate the Seahawks uh, Colts are plus four and a half against Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville's won what two now over the great pond, uh, but now they're back. And I actually think, I, I don't know. I think the Colts are going to be all right. Even without Richardson for 48 can, weeks. Can, can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. How do, how does this, the, how does the name London Jaguars? How does uh, that sound? I, I trust me. I know it's, it's, I know. Well, that sounds brilliant. <laughs> wow. the, the London Jaguars. <laughs> Terrible uh, accent. Yeah. That's, a neat, that's a neat team, isn't it? Uh, and I'm, I'm not even going to attempt my accent because. Yes, come on, Irish give us one, Ty. Give us one. Give us I like one. a spot of tea with the Jaguars. Oh, my. Oh, is, that, is that Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> he was British, so I, yeah, then thank you. I know, but it's just hey, like a, a, a little, little flag. To hear, hear a lot of emphasis on that day. <laughs> you guys are absurd. All right, we got we have to move uh, on. No, hey, one other game though was hey, hey Patriots Raiders. Raiders are actually favored here. Minus I found them at two and a half. So, yep. very interesting. That's obviously a pretty hot matchup moving forward with uh, the old assistant coach and head coach matchup. Uh, plus Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So. True. All right, uh, true. let's go. We'll go picks and B teasers. What we got? All right. You, want, you guys want me to rattle my four picks off? Like I have four picks and then a B teaser. I got I got three give picks. Us, I got your, three picks and a B teaser. Give us your best bets. Uh, well, this isn't. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say my best bet, but I feel bad because there's been a drastic change, and I took this line two days ago, hmm. and it, it's got to be my best bet, but. I mean, 
I, I, I have Niners in my – I have a ticket for Niners minus five and a half at the Browns right now. Wow. Yeah, minus 110 too. Like that line jumped to 10. Because ten. if you – 10 now? It's 10. It was eight and a half Niners this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, got that, mean, that must mean Deshaun's out. That's yeah. A, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty unfair best bet trend. Okay. <laughs> and did I not preface that? I gave a good prelude, you know. So um, I, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, Niners minus five and a half. That's why I, I was. I should have sent that to you guys earlier in the week to take, but I, I we can't even put that out as a recipe. Because I, I, I also my, one of my best bets is also the Niners, but it's their team total. Yeah. I actually put in my notes. I put early bet because their team total. I had it over twenty one and a half. Minus 120, and I look today, I think it's 23 and a half. So that's also yeah, jumping. I'm, the the I'm, thing the thing with that, though, is is the fact that it's it's the Browns' defense. And honestly, the Browns are the Browns, but I also think that the Browns' defense is pretty decent, you know. So, but we shall see. Um, All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my best bets. Go ahead. All right. So the first one I have is the Raiders minus two and a half. I will tail that because that's one of my best bets. Um, I know it's the the Raiders can look like different teams week to week, but I think the Patriots are really really struggling. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Bill Belichick has any like plans to necessarily change it. I think he's going to try to keep going with what's what what he's doing. I mean, he said it himself. But um, the other one I like is the Commanders plus three at the play? Falcons. The Falcons. I don't like that. At the Falcons, um, yep. I don't. I don't trust Desmond Ritter. Um, the only hope of the Falcons to win that game is Bijan Robinson. But I think the Redskins have uh, more weapons. I think they got McLaren, Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson. Looks like he's going to be a, a stud running back in the league eventually. Um, like Trey, Trey's, they, Trey's talking about the team from a couple years ago. Who <laughs> called the Redskins? Did I say oh. the Redskins? Wow, Trey. Whoopsie. Well, they might go back, so not too Whoopsie. Um, my other, my last best bet is, um, and then I have one more play that I like, but I'm not making it a best bet. So my last one is the Ravens minus four. Um, I know it's a, I know it's pretty early, but I think that's almost a must-win game for the Ravens. They did um, get smacked that. overseas last year, right? But, but that's okay. But the difference, difference though, last year they only flew in on Thursday. They spent a full week out there. They yeah, left right. right. They left the day after. So that, that made a big difference because the Bills supposedly only flew in like on Thursday or Friday or something like that. Right. And and they looked brutal. Yeah, they did. Um. But yeah, I think like I was saying, I think them losing, dropping one to the Steelers, um, the Browns looking like kind of hanging the same record as uh, those two teams. I think it's. Early, but it's a must-win game for the Ravens. Yeah. Right, well, let me let me drop all my plays here. You guys said best bets only. You're dropping like seven. No, that was Damn. three. Those are my those are my three best bets. Well, well let him let him oh, say his okay. other pick he had. So my one, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing it only because I think it's almost too easy, but I think it's fishy as heck. The Lions minus three against yeah. the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the Lions look scary. The Bucks. I mean, I know they got a good defense and everything, but I, I, don't, well, you, I don't understand that. Trey, you know the same. It's too good to be true. Leaves oh, of no, three, I, let it be. Oh no, I thought you, you oh. said something about fishy. I thought you know it smells like fish. Oh, you know. Oh, wow. you know. Wow. What? So, oh, so, you guys are sick. Ew. I was talking. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, I am going. I'm going Bears plus two and a half at Vikings. That's a team um, I can't char- bet on, man. Chargers plus two and a half at home versus the Cowboys. Ow. Yep, I got a revenge game. Revenge, show, revenge game for the OC out there and, and with the Chargers. Okay. Um, I think he's going to run the score up on the Cowboys and make the Cowboys look pathetic. But um, although the Cowboys have a pretty good, they're like ten and one versus the spread after coming off a loss, so it could be a little tough. Um, 
here's a pick that I'm I'm usually you guys are more on this like the overs unders. Um, but I do have an under that I like this week, and that was Texans Saints under forty two and a half. Mm, I like that. Uh Saints really don't give up more than like seventeen points ever. And I think I think the Texans defense is pretty good. You got a rookie quarterback. I know he's playing like good football for the Texans, but facing that sort of defense could be pretty challenging for him. Well, you got, you got two defensive head coaches. Yards. You know? What's what's that? Go ahead, Trey. I was gonna say CJ Stroud, third in the league in passing yards. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, crazy. You also have two defensive head coaches there, Dennis Allen and D'Amico, so could definitely be some low scoring. But uh, only other game I want to add, I already talked about my team total with Niners, but uh, and Trey, you two and a half on the Raiders. I'm also on the minus two and a half with the Raiders. Uh, the only other game I have to add is I'm on the Colts plus four and a half, minus 120 um, against Jacksonville. I just I think the Colts can score. I think bringing Jonathan Taylor back, I think you're actually going to be just fine with Minshew. Um, I think four and a half is a steal. Uh, to give them that that amount of points, so that's my only other bet. Um, I'll kind of real quick just jump into my teaser. My B teaser this week is plus two sixty. Uh, it is a four legger. I got the Lions uh, from to a plus three. I got the Niners to minus two and a half. I got the Panthers Dolphins to over forty one and a half. And I got the Colts at plus 10. So my teaser, it's a six-point teaser. Uh, and that's the four teams I got with that. I got it up to plus 260. So have fun <clears> B-teasing. <throat> Trent, let's hear your B-teaser. All right. So mine is four legs plus 200. Uh, six and a half, plus six and a half on my tease. Um, I got the Bengals plus three and a half. I got the Texans plus eight. I have the Falcons plus four. And I got the Niners at just zero, so they just need a win. Huh. Careful those, man. Bit me in the butt last week with Notre Dame. Yeah, but, I mean, it, you really, I mean, if the Niners lose to the Browns, that's, Nin- that's Niners, Niners will beat the Browns by 12 or more. Okay, so then I should be good. Yeah. You guys want to hear my B teaser? Teasing. Go for it. I'm teasing. So mine is a plus 290 odds. Oh, tickle tickle. All right. It's a, it's a six and a half point tease. Okay. Um, I got the Cleveland Browns plus 16. Wow. I got the Seattle Seahawks plus nine. I got the Raiders plus four. Okay. The New York Jets plus 13 and a half. And then the under and the Saints Texans plus or under 49. Wow. Okay. I like it. It's tease worthy. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys ready to jump into Saturday slates and college football, dude? This is a it's gonna be a great Saturday. Oh yeah. I'm excited. There's um we'll do just real quick recap some games from the past. Uh obviously Red River Showdown. Uh you got Oklahoma, Texas. Uh that I'll tell you what, Oklahoma's for real, man. Oklahoma oh, yeah. is for real. I, I don't know if you guys saw the hype video that went viral. I think Dave Portnoy put it out there, too. It was like, man, I'm an Oklahoma fan. Oklahoma, I'll tell you what, man. They're going to be all right. What's that, yeah, what's that right. coach's name, Trent? Uh, balls. Balls. yep, okay. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm all in on Oklahoma. Uh, I was surprised that I actually – I don't know. I, I really feel the defense really showed up, too, for Oklahoma. Turnovers. I think it was a defensive touchdown at one point in time. I mean, they. But that's. What do you call him, Trent? Venables. 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 But I mean, he's a defensive guy, so I I thought it was kind of interesting to see. But yeah, Oklahoma's were for real, and I'm I'm buying in. That that last that last minute drive was was brutal. Yeah. Brutal to watch. Like if you're a Texas fan, that's for sure. Yeah. Or or betting multiple times on Texas. Gosh. <laughs> you chase, Gosh. We chasing. I well I, I everything was placed prior prior to the game. Yeah. So that's tough. I was just very I was very confident in Texas winning that 
Another game that uh, I thought was kind of surprising was the USC Arizona triple overtime. Triple game. overtime was what I had too. Triple well, OT. That, was, that is crazy. Listen, um, it, it's it's a look ahead. It's one of those where you get caught looking ahead. You got Notre Dame the following week, so mm-hmm. USC overlooked them. As simple as that. I mean, I will. Can I go back to the Red River rivalry real yeah. quick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my. My prediction is Texas will beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Hmm. Hmm. And then what happens? Then what happens? I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Let me check. We, I might have to check that they do a Big 12 championship. But Texas is going to find their, their way back up they, there. They didn't so for they, a while. They used to not. Yeah. yeah. I think they did because TCU beat no, Kansas State beat TCU. You're right. So they, they still got it. <laughs> so then, then I'm I'm totally saying Texas will win the Big Twelve championship game, All right. and they will beat I'll they'll beat it. Oklahoma. I'll take it. Let's be your bet. What? I'm not bet. No, I'm going to be. Okay, so then it has to be a rematch. Yeah. If yeah, if it's not a rematch, then it's a, like nobody wins. Uh, okay. Yeah. If it's a rematch, Texas wins. Texas wins in the in the in the rematch. Okay. No, okay, because here's the thing, is right now, I believe, as the schedule sits, Texas has no ranked opponents left. Yep, that's right. And Oklahoma, I believe, still has to play Kansas. I know that's not like, oh, my goodness, but it is very, very, it's very likely that those two teams are going to be at the top. Okay. So um, just a just a prediction. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, uh, on, I'm on that. Trey, who are you on on that? Are you, you going to join Trent's side or are you going to the, my side? Um, I'm, I'm going to join Trent's side. Of course. Thank you. Welcome yeah, to the good set. Yeah, because I pointed out last week that this was Texas's last true test. Um, Their next big matchups are Texas Tech, TCU, and Kansas State, I think, which, I mean, let's be really should win all those games pretty handily if they play the way they do. Should. Should. I think that I think that game is going to be the highlight of Brent Venables' uh, season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's got the boys playing. Um, Trent kind of touched oh. on it. Trey, you kind of touched on it too. The USC triple overtime, uh, and then Trent, you talked about them looking ahead to Notre Dame. But I, I do want to quickly just—I don't want to say a whole lot about it. But Louisville's six and zero. Put yeah. a smackdown on Notre Dame, which I think that kind of. Maybe Notre Dame was also looking ahead to USC. Um, Definite possibility, but that didn't help their causes. That also didn't help Trent's Heisman bet, but I'm just saying. Stop it. Tyler really doesn't want Sam Hartman with the Heisman. And you know what's funny, though? I don't mind Sam Hartman. I just really like Panix Jr. Yeah. Um, Another game I want to bring up is I think you guys were on the opposite side of it, if I remember. You gave me a bunch of crap. When I picked UCLA minus three and a half. Yeah, that was probably me because I was against that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. game surprised me. I, think I was, UCLA I was is, too. I think they're sneaky good more than what people think, and they don't get a lot of attention about it either, especially in that Pac-12. It's Chip Kelly um, down there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Friggin' can't stand that guy. Yeah, he's a good college coach, though. Great college coach, but an asshole when it comes to Niners. Yeah. Can, um, can we just, get, Trey, like to stay where you're at right now, can we just comment again that isn't it not crazy? Like, is it not crazy that right now the conference that seems to be Tops. maybe not have the absolute best, but it's the Pac-12, man. Yeah. Like, you've got Washington, Oregon, USC, Utah, Washington State, Oregon State all ranked. Yeah. And it's like, you look at some of these other teams, it's like right now. Did you say UCLA because UCLA's ranked now too. Yeah, in UCLA. But like, you have Washington who has five ranked opponents left on their schedule. Mm-hmm. You have Oregon who has five ranked opponents left on their schedule. And then you got, you know, you got Texas who has zero. You got Oklahoma who has one. But then you got like Penn State who only has two. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're two huge games. I mean, there's these three teams that in the big 10 or are, are legit and elite, like, but it's just, it's just nuts that it's just nuts that like from top to bottom right now, the pac 12 is, is like right now standing out the most Yeah, top uh, to bottom. I, I in agree. my opinion, 
totally agree. And it, it almost makes you wonder, like, are they going to regret the decision? Are they, like, what's going to, I mean, I guess nothing can happen in terms, because money talks and everything's kind of already settled in terms of who goes where, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely interesting to me because they are tops. I mean, they have the top teams. It's like, yeah. One, go ahead, Tyler. No, that's all right. Go ahead. I'd say one more team that I think kind of is also flying on the radar in terms of it's still undefeated and doing very well is North Carolina. Yeah. Um, I know, I think what happened was that overtime game with Appalachian State in week two, um, I think that kind of turned teams away, or not teams, but analysts and fans, not fans, but like people that that analyze college football and talk about it. I think it really turned it away from them because Appalachian State's not a threat of a school, really. You know what I mean? Playing in smaller conference and stuff. Well, they but usually play Carolina the, tough. Right, right. Or they play big games tough in general. Yeah. I mean, look all the way back at Michigan yeah. how many years ago. But um, since that game, they're – they're beating teams pretty handily. I, granted, it's been Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and Syracuse, but yeah. they're winning every game by over 17 points. So um, Drake May is kind of looking like another Heisman, like playing himself back into a Heisman candidate um, and an NFL prospect in, in that fact. But, um, yeah, just look out for – I mean, next week against Miami is going to be a, a true test, Yeah, I no. think. And if they, win, if they win that game, I would keep an eye on UNC for the rest of the year. No, Trent was big against UNC, and they're kind of hitting that spot where Trent said that UNC does falter. Remember, I think Trent, you pointed out like they'll. He's, I think you said they'll lose like two, three games. Mac, Mac Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they I'm are sure kind of hitting a stretch, and I think Miami is going to be that test. Now Miami obviously had a big whoopsie last weekend, uh, yeah. not taking a knee, <laughs> fumbling, and we don't have to get into that whole thing. But um, yeah, it is. Yeah, UNC definitely has a test, but. I think I think game of the week. Obviously, would we agree that is is Oregon Washington this week, seven versus Absolutely. an eight? Um, right now, yeah. Washington oh. sits at minus three, and I mean, for lack of a better term, I think you could really call this the Knicks versus the Penix. So, Knicks versus the Penix bowl here, you know, and yeah, Tyler, I'm uh, wondering which one of those guys is going to be the X factor in that game. <laughs> Is that just because they have an X in their name? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, I, thought pretty, I thought it was pretty clever. That's yeah, pretty lame. Terrible. I like my Knicks versus Penix, dude. Uh, Big Penix energy. Yeah, that couldn't tell that That can uh, transition, transition us into our picks for this week. So. Yeah. All I mean, right. I got a pick on that game. Does everyone else hurt? Yeah, so let me, let me give you mine real quick because mine's probably a little bit different than you guys. I have... I don't like the over, like, in this game. Um, I'm nervous to pick a spread in this game. I am going with a Washington team total, and I'm going over 34.5 for minus 113. And you don't and you don't like the over? No, but I like I like Washington scoring over 34.5. Okay, just please don't pick the under. No, I'm not after, after the LSU okay. game the other week. <laughs> so. All right. No, I'm not afraid to pick a spread or a total or anything like that. And I'm going Oregon plus three. Stupid trick. Um, it's a dumb, I think it's it so is. Dumb. I think, I think so Oregon's, a I think Oregon's looking pretty good. I like the Knicks. I like their defense. What's up, Trent? You know what they say. What's that? Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. I'm with you on that, bud. All right. I love it. Let's, I love let's, it. I'll, I'll tail you're that on, with you're a You're on Oregon, too. Of, yeah, fly in V wow. formation. That's how much I'm tailing that thing. Jeez, come on now. So as much as you, Trey, as you want to say I'm against Sam Hartman, Trent is also totally against Penix. No, not at all. Not at all. He is. He's totally against Penix. I just love you guys' little Heisman rivalry thing Dude, it, you got going on. So frustrating. Um, you know what they no, say? I think... Pick ducks, get ducked. Nope, nobody, nobody says that. I don't even know what that means. But, um, no, I, th- <laughs> I think Washington may have gotten a little exposed this year against, I believe it was Arizona, wasn't it? Yeah, a week off to prepare for Oregon. How about, Biggest how about Arizona playing playing two teams back-to-back pretty tough? They, def- trade, they definitely exposed the Phoenix. I mean, <laughs> exposed the Phoenix. <laughs> He's averaging 399.2 yards a game. <laughs> they, they exposed the Phoenix. 
I'm sorry. I actually did not try to pronounce his name that way. <laughs> I know. He, why, yes, you did. Yeah. That was, a, that was the wrong E. <laughs> uh, wrong E, wrong D. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so... so I, I, I'm on. I'm on the over, boys. I am over sixty-seven and a half. Okay. I'd say keep an eye on that. If you can get that at sixty-six, sixty-five and a half. I think it's going to go up. I think it's going to touch seventies. Ooh. I don't know, man. Dude, dude. Both teams, guys. Both teams have very poor defenses. Very good offenses. Matter of fact, I should say this: Oregon's defense is better. Than Washington's deep uh, defense, but yeah, was wa- but Washington's offense is so high powered that you got to figure they're going to score still, right? But now now you have an Oregon offense who isn't they're not a joke either. But Washington's defense is horrendous. All right, here I'm going to make a bold statement. I think that Bo Nix throws two picks. Oh my gosh! Now I think that's so, the difference in this game. Okay, I don't. I mean, Tyler, let, let's let's. I'm I'm serious when I say this here. I'm, I know. Okay. I'm just making a Was- bold statement. Washington's Washington's offense is first in total yards, first in passing yards, 186th in rush yards, third third in points. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess who is second in points? Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. They they score 51.6 a game. Okay. They, they put up 560 yards a game. They're second to Washington. And now when you get the defense, yeah, Tyler, I, I, Tyler, Tyler, they are, I mean, they're not, they're not good at all in defense when I'm talking Washington. So I'm telling you, this game is going way over. I think it's going to be the, one of those fun games to watch for sure. Okay. So it's a 3.30 game too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. yeah, I think it's an early game. It's a 3.30. Yep, ABC, um, ABC. Yep. Chad, I agree with everything you said except for one thing, and that's uh, you said both I, teams' defenses aren't good. I, I backtracked. That was a very bad statement. What I wanted to focus on was Oregon's offense technically isn't as – I get. I mean, I, I should have said Oregon's offense isn't as good as Washington's offense – but Washington's defense is not nearly as good as Oregon's defense. So that's where I – do you see my balancing factor that I'm talking about here? <laughs> yeah, like, I see it. Like, like both teams are going to score. Like, there's if, – if this game – if this but game when, goes under, I, I'm going to – I'm literally – I don't know what to do. I won't know what to say, do. Can I say, Trent, it, I – it has a – this is how it will go under, okay? Yep. Oregon will score – 42 points, Washington will score 13. Okay. Whoa. It's, it, I'm saying I'm saying that's how – that's the way it would go under is Washington not scoring. That's the only way. What about Oregon Agreed. not scoring? Could it actually be a complete opposite game? Oregon's going to score. Washington See. doesn't have a good defense, and Oregon's See. offense is just as good. Like, they're the same points Trent's making. I mean, I, the only thing I disagree, disagreed with him on was he said – I know he backtracked, but Oregon's defense is pretty phenomenal, actually. Let us they're, find they're out, boys. Fifth in the nation in yards allowed. All right, I think Trey and Tyler, you're due for a beer bet. Why am I always the ones involved in beer bets? You guys haven't made beer bets together at all. Well, right now we're both back in the ducks, so let's just go straight up money line. Or actually, you're going to give us – actually, no, three points. We'll take no, our three no, points. No, I'm taking money line on this game or not because I took a team total. I didn't tra- I didn't take anything else. I'll take money uh, line. I'll take it. I'll take money line. All right. Be nice to drink two cold beers. All right, all right. So let's move into the USC game versus Notre Dame. I feel like that's a pretty big one. I'm kind of interested in the fact that Notre Dame is actually the favorite at minus three. I don't know if that line's changed. I haven't looked tonight, but this afternoon it was minus three Notre Dame. I thought that was pretty surprising too. About the line. And so I end up my bet on this is USC plus three. I think USC blows them out. Oh, hey, hey, just be be very aware of the heavy rains in the area because that's the game is being played at Notre Dame and it's supposed to be very, very sloppy. And I think that's the only reason that books are making it in favor of Notre Dame because they're more of a, hey, we could run it at you type type deal. And yeah, and um, USC's defense is 
as usual, in a Lincoln-Riley team. Very, very suspect. I really, I really thought I was listening to Nostradamus when Trent's like, beware of the heavy rains. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Like, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying... What's happening so it's, next? It's just, that's why the, the lines... Yeah. No, you gotta be careful of those lines, so... I know, it just sounded funny. Beware of the heavy rains <laughs> that wash upon the shores. Like, it was funny. Okay. Um, I got... I got... I, go ahead. I was going to say, I have a, once again, not, not very typical of me, but I have an over, an over pick this week in college football too. Um, I believe, I believe that Missouri and Kentucky go way over 51 and a half points. Who do you, okay. So tell me this. Cause I, I would like to just, I wouldn't have to talk a ton about it, but if you're going to pick a winner in that game, who do you think wins? Missouri. You, you say Missouri. I'm I'm on Kentucky. I think Missouri's fake. Yeah. Kentucky they, got throttled, man. They, they, they did. It. It's again, it's Georgia though. But yeah, but Georgia hasn't done that to everybody. Like, like Kentucky got. They, Kentucky might have. I, I think maybe Georgia had some guys get out of prison. I don't know. Oh my gosh! The guys get in uh, trouble all the time. It's all former players. All gets pushed under the rug. But um, I'm, I would have to say I, I like, I like Missouri in that. Um, I do believe Missouri is a dog. Um, it's at Kentucky. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, honestly, the reason I didn't take the actual spread is I just like, I think once again. Um, with those two teams, their offenses are so high power. Their defenses are super mediocre. Um, that's an ongoing team. It's weird. A lot of a lot of teams nowadays just don't play good defense. I don't know, but um, I'm taking I'm taking those high powered offense putting points up on the board. All right. uh, other bet I have is in the UNC Miami game. I don't know where you guys are at on this game. Um, again, this was kind of one of those games where totals. Scared me a little bit. Team total scared me a little bit. Spread scared me a little bit. So went a little bit unique here. And I actually took a UNC Miami first half over 27.5 points for minus 115 is my pick in this UNC Miami game. Uh, I went back. Very unique. Bet. Very unique. And I actually I went back and did a little bit of research with UNC Miami in their first halves and tried to see, you know, where are they scoring their points. Interestingly enough, the second half over was at, I think, capped at 28.5, which I felt like if I'm going to take that, I'm probably going to take the under. Um, but a lot of both these teams score a lot in the first half and have potential to really kind of start off quick. And that's kind of what I'm banking on. Especially, I'm kind of really more looking at UNC starting off pretty quick here and Miami trying to play catch up a little bit. But I'm, I'm taking the over. It's four touchdowns, one half. So I think, I think this game can be a little bit high scoring early so that's what I'm taking okay. you guys have any picks in that game or no, I, that I, game. I don't yeah, yeah I think it's too I think it's too toss up I think it's a test for UNC that's why I, that's why I picked probably, that unique bet though yeah yeah if I were to bet on it I'd probably pick UNC but like I said I just want to see what they do with this matchup before I start yeah. laying money on them that's fair enough uh, next bet for you guys. What do you got? I have, uh, I have one gonna, more bet then, but go ahead. Yeah, this is going to be my last one, and, and it's going to be my Friday pick, I believe. Um, I am actually on Memphis plus four and a half at home versus Tulane. Uh, Tulane? Tulane. Uh, anyway, um, both, te- both teams sit at... <laughs> Sit at the top of the American. Uh, Memphis is coming off of a big win versus Boise. And I also, you know, if you look this year, Memphis hung with Missouri too. So uh, I think Memphis giving four and a half at home. Um, I know I know the other team, the Green Wave, is, is pretty good. But uh, I'm going Memphis plus four and a half is, is my other game that I'm keeping an eye on. I like it. Yeah, um, my two big bets, I think, for uh, Saturday are they're actually a, uh, a 
away favorites, hmm. which I know treated as well earlier in the year, Trent. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna press my luck with it. Uh, first game would be Kansas minus three at Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, I think Kansas is more of a real deal than what Kansas and Missouri are in the SEC. I think Kansas is more of the real deal in the Big 12 than those two schools are in the SEC. Because I, I kind of compare them. You know what I mean? Like Kansas, Kentucky, I know they're blue bloods and they're performing well in football, but um, that's just my kind of take on that. Also, I like Ohio minus five and a half at Northern Illinois. We haven't talked a lot of MAC games, have we? No, yeah, they're coming. They're coming up right now. Well, it's Conference USA. Is I was gonna say that's big, that's been that's been some interesting football to bet too. Some frustrating to bet, but right. it's a different story. Um, um, and then two these aren't these don't really fit the um, same theme as uh, away favorites, but I like UCLA plus three and a half at Oregon State. And I like Wyoming plus eleven at Air Force. Hmm. Plus eleven. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. That's that's interesting. Yeah, Air Force wow. always is intriguing to me because they can either score a lot of points or they can score nothing. Yep, I think Wyoming's a sneaky good team this year. Yeah, I can see big that. win coming off of against Fresno State. I know that, but uh, only other bet I have here besides my B teaser for college football is uh, I try to I always try to pick a little bit of a unique one too, and I I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my bets recently have been more of like the big time top twenty five games, which sometimes can be super hard to cap. Um, so I really try to look at some teams that I like. I like teams that are really under the radar, but then I also like teams that are you know under the radar, but still you know you can watch them pretty regularly. Uh, and I told I think I told Trey off the air. I said the team I'm watching right now is Maryland. Um, so this is probably one of the most unique bets I've taken, <laughs> actually, this college football season. Uh, I am taking Maryland, first half, team total, over 16.5 at minus 145. So when you want to talk about digging deep into bets, man, that's I was a couple tabs deep <laughs> trying to figure out, you yeah. know, Looking at team totals, I'm like, I don't like the total here, but I like this total here. Uh, but, yeah, I, I figured 16 and a half. I mean, that's two touchdowns and a field goal in the first half I think is, is viable. I, I, I love when you can get those hooks um, where it could go in your favor with pretty natural scoring, if, if that makes sense, like two touchdowns and a field goal. If you're going okay. 16 and a half, like if it was 17 and a half, I'd be like, uh, okay, I see where we're going here. Uh, but 16 and a half, I could definitely see. Uh, but minus 145 might be my Saturday pick. Still going to kind of venture out and look at some things. But I know I'm trying to stay true to my podcast talk picks. Because I feel like they always hit. Or at least, you know, most of them hit. So I'm trying to stay true to what I say. <laughs> Trust my gut. I feel like my initial gut reaction is usually pretty strong. So I know you guys feel also the same way. But so. Like any other picks? I do too. I, Maryland's Maryland's sneaky good. I know they kind of just couldn't cover. They were so close all game battling with uh, Ohio State this past week. But yeah. they they are a team that can score. They yeah. score in the bunches. So yeah. bunches yeah. that's exactly the word I would use. Yeah, big plays. So. All right, Trent. Any other picks? Trent, any other picks? You guys, right? You guys got no, teasers? Uh, not for me. I don't. I don't have a teaser quite developed for college yet. All right. No, I, all my picks I, I, I disclosed. So, Trent, you got any B teasers? No, I, I've I have yet to do a college teaser. I've done college parlays where I team tease some, you know, some lines and some overs down and whatnot, but I haven't done a straight up teaser for those yet. So, maybe that's something I will venture into. Well. So, all right, now I'll give my last one here because I do have a B-teaser for college football. Um, it's only a four-legger, and shoot, I don't even know what the odds are now. But uh, the teaser itself was at <coughs> six-and-a-half tees. Po- no, I'm sorry, I actually only took five-and-a-half points on this. Um, I felt pretty good with where the numbers were, so I ended up only taking it at five-and-a-half. 
Um, but the first one that we're going to start on, sorry, plus 280. All right, plus 280 here. Uh, Rutgers is now a plus one against Michigan State. USC like is a plus eight uh, at Notre Dame. I had the under in the Florida Carolina game at now plus 63. And then I took Kentucky spread at plus three now against Missouri. So that's my college football B teaser. But we shall see. Teasing lots of B's this weekend. Dude, lots of tickles, man. Lots of tickles. Mm-hmm. Emphasis um, emphasis on that D, yes. So, hey, real quick. So, we did talk, you know, we obviously have baseball. We obviously have hockey going on right now. Flyers won tonight, which was beautiful. Uh, definitely been checking out some shot shots on goal props. Been following some of my guys to kind of keep an eye on that stuff. But I do have, unless you guys have anything else to say here, I do have kind of one hypothetical question that's kind of fun to think about. If you had to make a lot of money, all right, playing some sort of professional sport, what would you do for the least amount of work? Yeah, I would. I would definitely choose golf. Um, it's my favorite <laughs> thing to do right now. Interesting. Um, I mean, you get to travel all over the world, playing some amazing courses, and really, I mean. In professional golf, you're playing against others for money, yeah, but it's just fun to challenge yourself playing it. And if I could make a ton of money doing it, then absolutely that's what I would choose is golf. Conversation came up today, too, and somebody else said golf, too, because you're going to make money even if you don't win. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was interesting, too. Chad, what do you got? Just got to make the just gotta make the cuts. Yeah. Man, I would, I would want to be a bullpen catcher. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't I don't I don't even know if that was an option I've ever thought of. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're getting paid good money. You're you're out there in the bullpen all game. You're gonna occasionally maybe get called in <clears throat> in action, but yeah, it's my pick. My my thought is again, kind of sticking with baseball. I feel like because there's no salary cap, you can really kind of maximize your salary. Um, I said a relief pitcher, uh, not a closer. Just because closers have a lot of pressure on them, you know, to finish games and get saves. But relief pitchers, man, you can come in for like one batter, knock him out. All right, I'm done, you know. So that was, I was, yeah, I said relief pitcher. But the other one I thought it was backup quarterback might not be bad. But because I also said, let me think about this though. You're a backup quarterback, you come in, nobody expects you to win. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Not a whole That's lot true. of pressure. You're the backup quarterback for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, I so. definitely see that. True. I don't I don't know though. Quarterback is imagine you get that's some guy gets hurt still playing quarterback is doing a lot to make that. Oh money. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, that's yeah, interesting. So that was just the thought I was I had kicking around today, but I like that. Any yeah, other yeah. uh any other input here for this beautiful Friday morning? Absolutely not. I just hope everyone enjoys it. Guys, happy nice fall day. Happy Friday the thirteenth, man. Oh, yikes! Hey, this is my son's birthday today, so isn't there like a full that. moon coming too? Probably. I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we will see you next week. Appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend, yeah. everyone. See you next it's been week. A pleasure, like always, fellas. Take it easy. All right. See you. Yes. See you guys.